0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Many of us will think to ourselves, when I make $500,000, i will be happy. When I'm 15 pounds thinner... I'll be happy when I get that new job, then I'll be happy. I'll finally be happy when I meet the right man or woman. When we do achieve the things we've been wanting, it can definitely be very satisfying. But that sense of satisfaction often doesn't last more than a few weeks or sometimes even just a few days. Then we're off and running after the next thing that we believe will fulfill us. What is causing this fulfillment to be short-lived? Today we're discussing a foundational distortion pattern that most people aren't aware of that keeps us from experiencing what I call spherical abundance. Abundance on all levels. And we'll also talk about an important shift that's required to get us there. And after the discussion, we'll get to the most important part of this episode, The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's jump right in.
1: Tia? Wow, Karen, what an important topic for probably everybody. Um, Let's start with what is absolute scarcity? How would you define it?
0: Yeah. So absolute scarcity happens because we have forgotten our essence as infinite indestructible consciousness, okay? So when we come into embodiment... We actually drop through what I call the veil of forgetting. And this is probably a lot more information than people want, but I want to give a thorough answer to your question. So when you drop down a vibrational level through the veil of forgetting, part of that is that you forget that you are infinite, indestructible consciousness connected intrinsically to the all that is and that everything and all the all that is is you. So meaning you forget oneness. Okay? You forget your true essence. And as a result, you think or you believe that you're finite and therefore don't have access to that infiniteness. You need something to completely complete you. You've forgotten that you are this infinite, indestructible consciousness that is, of course, part of the oneness, which is, of course, complete. But because you are finite and you feel like you're just in this physical body, disconnected from the all that is or the divine, we tend to want to seek something to complete us that is external to us. And we're always looking for that thing, whether it's, uh, partner or the house or the job or whatever it is, the new blouse. It doesn't really matter, right? We want that thing that's external to us to make us feel like we're complete somehow. But the, the, the challenge with that is that in finding that external completion in something material, you don't really feel satisfied for very long. At least you do. I mean, you might for a little bit. I right? mean, so I'm not saying you won't enjoy the car, the house, the person, the new set of it's pair temporary. of jeans, but it's temporary. Yeah. And then you're off trying to find something else. To feel complete. So that's what I would consider to be absolute scarcity. So you're always in it. You're never you can't leave it.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense because in our world it's it's always coming at us, whether it's on Instagram or on commercials Mm -hmm. or everything's the media and other people are always telling us we need more, we need to buy, 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 Mm -hmm. you know. And that we'll be happy if we yes, get that thing. Yes, That's the thing. Yeah, and that you are not enough. Yes. So you need something outside of you for more. The first thing I think uh, think of is addiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems to be the basis for addiction as well. Wanting yes. More and more and more and never enough. Never enough.
0: Yeah, like, and then when you throw in the, the chemical aspect of addiction, oh, right, yeah. then you have this real, so it's not only mental-emotional now, but you have the chemical aspect of addiction, which is running through your body, which is creating a state where you want to have that thing in order to have that state of happiness, peace, contentment, whatever right. it is so that you're now seeking. It's like on
1: a physical level, a Mental, spiritual emotional. level, everything. Yeah. 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 Not so in it's your paper. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm thinking about when I was like just getting into like the secret law of attraction. You yeah. know, I was like sixteen and it was just like blowing my mind. I was mm-hmm. like, what? It wasn't God and what I was taught, you know? Yeah. Um or that's at least my belief yeah. now. And so, I remember at that time finding it hard to understand what that meant with when people would say it's it's all within you. I get right. it now, yeah. but maybe in case some listeners are wondering, yeah, what does that mean
0: it's already within you? Yeah, what do you mean not outside of me? of you. Yeah, yeah, you. that's a great question. Mm-hmm. so again, this comes this the the disconnect that you're you're asking about comes from really associating only to the small s self that I've talked about before. So the small s self is when we associate only through the ego mind, meaning perceive the world or the physical reality through that lens alone. And through that lens alone, we are separate from, and we are disconnected from the divine. Okay. Because you're looking at only through the framework of your mind. Okay. When you get to a higher level resonance, you start to be able to access more of what I call the big S self, or being able to associate or perceive the world from spirit, as opposed to just the ego mind. When you start to perceive that, because your resonance is higher, you start to have glimmers at first and glimpses, and then more and more of this experience of this expandedness, of this sort of like um, internal strength and confidence that you are connected to pure source. Okay. And you always have been, you just maybe weren't aware of it. And now you're cultivating that awareness. And as you cultivate that awareness, you realize, oh, well, wait a minute. As you start to expand, I am everything. Everything is me. So everything is within like that field of possibilities exists within me because I am infinite consciousness, which is really hard for the mind to get. Like on an intellectual standpoint, you're just like, Yeah, because it doesn't really feel like everything's within me. Yeah. Yeah, really, it's not there. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you're really going through it or something. Yeah, exactly. But that's, again, your mind, which is limited. So we're talking about a resonance that is higher than your mind. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that necessarily you mentally understand, although that is helpful. It is actually something you experientially feel when you hit a certain resonance level. Okay, frequency resonance level. So I realize that may be frustrating for some people. It's like, well, I really want to get there. Well, it's possible to get there now, more than ever. Mm -hmm. If you release your distortion patterns, a natural consequence of that is your frequency resonance will buoy up. It just will happen, whether you want it to or not. It's just going to happen. And as a result, if you do that enough, your resonance will rise to the point that you can start to access the big S self and that infiniteness. And then you realize, holy moly, like I have this incredible power to co-create everything, like really, truly everything. And when that starts to happen, it's kind of mind-blowing because you're just like, whoa, That for some people it's scary almost a little bit because it seems like a lot of power, right, can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And it's also very exciting because you create everything. And then there's also the next shoe that drops is accountability, like, well, wait a minute then. If I create everything, like why have I been creating what I've been creating? Maybe I can create something different. And that's part of coming into the sovereignty co-creator which mm. I talked about in your also. own power in your own power yeah
1: so um I hear that the biggest self is obviously where we want to be mm-hmm. but we're also human so yeah. I think correct me if I'm wrong we're always going to have the, the little oh, totally. s self yeah and the biggest self but yeah we want to what live mostly in the
0: yeah so how do those two what you're yeah. asking is how do those two things like um like exist together. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and you're right. So it's not about like crushing the little s self. Right. There are some traditions that are like you have to, you basically kill the ego mind, and um, so we're human, and you came into embodiment to experience to be a human. human. So let's be human. <laughs> exactly. So the big, the little s self is valuable. It actually will, um, it's that limitation of the small s self is important to transcend. Mm. Right. To experience like all the like that we have right to have something to transcend and then to fill all those emotions and all the physical sensations and all that stuff is important because just imagine if you're floating around as disembodied consciousness you don't have access to all of that information so in a way it's this kind of this amazing gift to be able to transcend all of that very intense information that's coming at us so the little as self to go back to your question is not something that is invalid like unvaluable. Is that right? Yeah. Not valuable. (laughs) It's it's something that we're going to have probably until we die. So it's not about negating it completely. It's about cultivating the big S self in addition and being able to walk between the worlds. So meaning that to have the distance from your small S self to know, okay, I'm just having like a little emotional breakdown here. Okay, whatever. I'm just going to have it just being human. That's all right. But you have the bigger perspective of that little meltdown to give you growth or context or, you know, whatever that you need to learn from it. So it's just about um, having a different perspective and this knowingness that your little S self is there to help you grow to some degree and that to not take it too seriously. You know, it's just your ego mind. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, holding both. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think of the lyrics for some reason from this Bob Marley song, now you get what you want, do you want more? Yeah. Because that's kind of what we do, right? You yes. Even a piece of cake and you're like, oh, that was so good, why can't we just stop Yeah. and like enjoy, enjoy. and be present? and yeah. But no, we want more and more and more and then yeah. that grows and things.
0: Yeah, and then we keep wanting to eat, 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 eat. Yeah. And it's not just consume food, it's consume anything.
1: Everything and anything. Yeah,
0: and everything, yeah, exactly. Because you're trying to fill physically... Because what what is that a mirror of? You're trying to fill the completeness that you don't feel on spirit level. You're seeking, actually, what, what you don't really realize in that consumption, whether it's like physical eating or buying of things, you're trying to feel this completeness Of the big S self of yourself is infinite indestructible consciousness because if you're infinite there's there's nothing missing you don't need anything yeah it's complete you're already full exactly there is nothing else to consume it's just like it's already implicitly complete and when we start to mirror that on the physical level that's when it gets really exciting because then we don't need things outside of ourselves like to make us happy and we can enjoy them in a different way because we're not attached to them Mm -hmm. so for example you want that new awesome car fantastic get the awesome car you're not attached to it it doesn't mean anything to you doesn't mean like if i get the car then i'm successful then i have this thing that i've been yearning for because it means something about me it's just like i get to have this awesome experience here i am enjoying it having fun and then some other experience you know what i mean yeah it's not like don't enjoy things things, now because that means you're connected to your little self Self, yeah it just means that you can enjoy it from a clearer place right because it doesn't mean anything yeah it's in the sense of like who you are your success, you know what I mean? Your identity isn't formed yes. around ha- acquiring that thing. Yes. You actually are complete in yourself, and it, the experience of that thing is joyful. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So mm-hmm. it's, it clarifies um, the, um, I guess, experiences of having or owning things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's a
1: co- I get the image of, like, kind of you looking down on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So
1: there's the biggest self, mm-hmm. and there's a little k- living together. Yeah. You're, you're constantly zooming out and yeah. watching yes. you as a human do yes. this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what's really cool is that as you cultivate that, um, you'll get to actually cultivate something I call spherical awareness, which is you'll be able to hold multiple points of awareness at the same time. Because okay, as humans, we're used to cultivating like, this kind of perspective, right? So you're looking forward because mm-hmm. you're looking out of your physical eyes. And then as you start to buoy up in your frequency resonance, not everybody, and some people will see and some people will feel, okay? okay? It doesn't matter which one it is. They're both fine. Um, there's, not one is better than the other. But you'll actually feel yourself from multiple perspectives, meaning there's the you interacting. Like, for example, you're looking out at a window, of a win- out, through a window, excuse mm-hmm. me, at something beautiful okay? You'll have the perspective, a flash, of you looking at the thing that you're looking at, say a sunset, Mm -hmm. the perspective of you from above looking at self, and then it might back up even more, right? And you'll see even greater perspective of that, right? So you get to see multiple things, and it's not like, It sounds like it could be scary or schizophrenic. It's not because it's very clear when you receive that kind of information and it's not overwhelming. It's more like a feeling sense or feeling-seeing sense or for some, I guess, seeing. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a combination. It depends on who you are. But that kind of perspective, it's interesting. It gives you more clarity, Mm -hmm. right? Because then all of a sudden, the thing that you're experiencing is beautiful and wonderful and it's such a tiny aspect. Yes. Of Of the the greater. greater, Yeah.
1: And which does come back around to... The scarcity thing, because mm-hmm. you feel way more whole because yeah. you're part of a larger thing. You've exactly.
0: got to zoom out, yeah, or you or you just lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the thing about zooming out is that as you, the key thing is if you zoom out, and it it's important to remember to be aware of your body, okay? Because you can zoom out and then lose awareness of the physical body, which is what I used to do a lot, which can be really destabilizing. Because if you zoom, like, have that perspective where you zoom out and then look down without being aware of your body you can exit the body, which means that um, it's less stable for you in terms of being in um, the zero point of space and time, Mm -hmm. okay? Which is important because if you're not in that zero point of space and time, it's harder for you to create your reality more efficiently. You have to keep some part of your attention in your physical body. So even if you like you pinch your finger or you like curl your little toe or whatever, it's important to keep some part of your awareness in the body. And for people like me, and I think you as well, it's easy for us to go pick pick picture and then lose the body, like where the body is sort of. Yeah. So it's important to stay in the body. Also, if you leave your body, other things can come in. So you want to stay anchored a little bit. A fragment of your consciousness needs to stay in your body. Even if you want it, you can, It doesn't matter to me if you zoom to the ends of the multiverses. Keep a little aspect of your consciousness in the body. Oh,
1: I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. And you know what I'm also thinking about personally, and I'm sure... Oh, you have definitely experienced this. So, you know, I've been doing frequency work, and just naturally, I want to actually get rid of things. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's like the opposite, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I don't also, like, have a tendency to, to want to you know, complete from outside. But, yeah. um, but I notice like I probably as you rise in frequency and are yeah. doing your work, you actually want to do the opposite and purge. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And, um, also you'll notice that when you have, um, hit certain frequency levels, you won't notice it as such. All of a sudden you'll just be like, okay, that's it. I need to like, I need to go through my closets, you know? Yes. And your partner might be like, uh, it's ten o'clock. Ten o'clock at night, right so, now. No. I've got to go right now. And they're like, "Why are you so crazy?" <laughs> but um you'll have these moments where you just want to purge. Yeah. And that's because at a certain frequency level, mm-hmm. you don't need those things that are lower resonance, okay, or that you associated with when you or yourself were at a lower resonance. Yes. And you just don't need those things anymore. And then it's almost like um. It's funny, like as you say, you don't. It's like you lessen the load, right? You're just like, I don't need any of this stuff anymore. Because you
1: feel full. Full, exactly. Already, exactly. That's really,
0: really yeah. cool. So you don't need as much, and the experience that you that you have are much more full, and more joyful because there's no neediness attached to it. Mm-hmm. There's no requirement of the ego to like. Have that experience for a certain outcome, you know, to feel like better than, accomplished, successful, all oh, that's just gone. Yeah. So, therefore, the experience is clearer, which mm. is really cool. Mm. So, when you can, and the thing is about absolute scarcity, it's a foundational distortion pattern for humans. So, if people are listening to this and they're thinking, well, geez, I have this, it's like likely that if you're listening to this, you do have you it. Do, yeah. Because we have, like I said, a drop down in vibrational level when we come into embodiment, mm-hmm. where you agree to forget. forget. Right, that you are part of in, infinite, indestructible consciousness, or that you are that, and as a result, this distortion is very human. So, forgetting that is a do you understand what happens? Yeah. It's like when that yeah. happens, the human distortion, the response is this, yeah. where we feel like we're not complete. Yeah. And the cool thing about frequency work is to return to that completion, right? To like strengthen internally. It's like you don't need a person, a situation, an object, whatever to feel complete.
1: I feel like this is probably the most important, like I know there's a few fundamental
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: frequencies as you say, when you come in as human, this seems like it trumps all of the other ones because if you already feel complete, then the jealousy doesn't matter, the low self-worth doesn't, like all the other things drop away. Yes. Because you're already whole. I want to mention there's a children's book by Shel Silverstein, called "The Missing Piece" okay. meets "The Big O." Okay, so anyone, please go. Like you can, you can like watch it on YouTube or okay. get the book. It's so sweet, as you know, it's a children's book, but yeah. a very deep message. Okay. Where basically, in short, it's this little piece looking for something to complete it. And in the end, it finds a a circle. And he's like, well, what do you need from me? He's like, I don't need anything from you. Let's just roll together.
0: Oh, that's awesome. so I was like,
1: yeah, this is what you're talking about. Yeah, totally. You're not
0: really a little piece. You're a circle. You're like, oh my God, God, I'm a circle. I'm
1: whole. And I can just hang with you. I don't need anything from you. You Mm -hmm. don't need anything from me. Yeah, We can just roll together. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Anything else that you want to mention about this? No, I think that covers everything. Okay. Thanks, Karen. Thank you.
0: For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC, you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group Frequency Calibration for Absolute Scarcity. This is a very deep foundational pattern so um this is the beginning of addressing it and we'll give you some momentum to clear it becoming aware please of the edges of your feet yeah Good. And now notice, please, the backs of your thighs and your butt. So noticing the weight that is on them, noticing what they are touching, the temperature of the air, these areas of your body. Just noticing the backs of your thighs and your butt. Good. And now please notice your breath without changing it at first, just noticing your breath without judgment, without a need to do anything to make anything better. Just how your breath is in this moment. Good. And then, when you're ready, allowing your breath to deepen. To become more slow. To fill not only your front body, but your side body and your back body. So your breath becomes much more spherical. Good. (sighs) Noticing what is different about your breath today as you expand it. Good, becoming aware of your surroundings, becoming aware of the soundscape around you, both on your end and on my end. We do have construction noise happening on our end from a few neighbors away. Noticing all the small noises on your end that you might take for granted, or that blend into the background. Just noticing those. And when you're ready, opening your eyes and noticing the quality of the light. And as you notice the quality of the light, even if it is in the semi-blackness, still being aware of your body. So, as you're noticing the quality of light, still being aware of your body. Okay. So, starting to practice holding multiple foci. Good. So, now please triangulate. For those of you who are new, Triangulation is when you become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those inanimate objects are is not important. And you're going to notice the distance between each object and you. So for example, if object A is the coffee table, noticing that the coffee table is about four foot away from you and then feeling the distance between the coffee table and you. And you're going to do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, you'll notice that your sense of where you are in space becomes more clear, more focused, or more present for you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Good. For those of you a little faster at triangulating, because you have more experience, bringing your attention, please, to the xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest, where your ribs meet in front of your body. And as you trace your finger along that sternum and it Ends in the flesh. That fleshy point, which is a little tender when you press on it, is your xiphoid process. Bringing your attention here. Breathing normally. In addition to bringing your attention to about three inches along the ridge line of your rib, your ribs actually in either direction, from down from the xiphoid process, so it sort of creates a triangle in the center of your body. Bringing your attention to that entire triangle. Everyone, now take a nice deep breath in. Holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you're ready, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out also for a count of five. Mm-hmm. Breathing normally whenever you have completed that single breath. We're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and to become coherent. So for those of you who are new, please note that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I often work in silence, especially when I'm working at very high frequency levels. So if if you don't hear me, I'm still working on you. And if I were to make physical noise, That only lowers the frequency resonance, which doesn't benefit you. Also, I do make noise occasionally. So you'll hear me hum or exhale sharply or sometimes yawn. And that's how I tend to release um, sometimes lower level distortion patterns. There's not always a rhyme or reason to it, but that seems to be a pattern that happens occasionally. And if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely yours. So I encourage you to be open and to examine further. Good. Now that the mastermind has coalesced keeping your attention still in that triangle in the center of your body, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become? even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the center of your body. And as you become aware of the space which is surprisingly vast. Please imagine a brilliance at its very center that you either see or feel. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it naturally intensifies and starts to expand outwards through all of your cells. Out through your organs. Through your bone structure. Out through your muscles and your flesh. through the pores of your skin into the space between your your physical body excuse me and the outer perimeter of your spirit body which is a sphere at arm's length all around you please become very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Mm -hmm. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, please know that I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things that we do together. How high your frequency resonance is dictates everything. how efficient the session is how much momentum you have the speed of your integration so pushing your frequency resonance up Mhm Good. Very nice. Becoming aware, please, of the front of your throat. So, first, what we're doing is releasing the accepted um illusion of absolute scarcity, okay? meaning that we don't have enough, that we'll never have enough, okay, so this is all the way down at the DNA level. So, of course, these are deep cultural patterns and lineage patterns. Yep. Bringing your attention now, please, to the lower back half of your brain. Your brain stem into the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. So this is an external control source pattern where um, if you believe this illusion, it's very easy to um, go into fear or lack or be controlled. So releasing this pattern very, very oppressive. good bringing your attention from underneath your chin the center point underneath your chin all the way in a straight line down the center front part of your body to the center of your heart space which is in the center of your chest in your nipple line Yes, so this is the distortion pattern of low self-worth, non-deserving. Okay, that you are not enough to have abundance, and then the distortion pattern right behind it is the despair of not being able to come out of absolute scarcity. Okay, of being able to remove yourself from it. So releasing all of this. Very good. Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, right at the base of your sternum, and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it, clearing out, resetting your pain body, because your pain body has a memory. Of you before these distortion patterns were released. So, clearing out your pain body for just a couple of seconds and then reintegrating it with a newer, higher resonating version of you makes integration a lot faster and smoother. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers of